Welcome to Great Aspirations, Wellspire Advisors podcast series on life, wellness, and financial advice. Each episode shares the experiences of extraordinary people whose stories inspire others to think big, find balance, and explore the possibilities of achieving health, wealth, and happiness. And now here's your host, the CEO of Wellspire Advisors, Michael Lamena. Welcome to season two of Wellspire Advisors podcast, Great Aspirations. This season, we're highlighting the people behind the innovative ideas and concepts that continue to level up our industry by elevating the client experience. For episode four of season two, I could not be more excited to have as my guest, Kobe Blumenfeld Gantz, who's the co-founder and CEO of Chapter, a technology-enabled Medicare and retirement navigation platform. Before co-founding Chapter, Kobe was a U.S. government lead at Palantir. He holds a master's degree in public policy from Cambridge and studied both business and history at the University of Pennsylvania. Kobe, welcome to the show. Excited for a conversation today. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. Excited to be here. Great. So I definitely want to get into the origin behind Chapter, but before we kind of talk about the history it'd probably be beneficial for our audience if you could just describe chapter, you know, what's going on currently, the the problem you're trying to solve in the industry. I think that'd be a great place to start. We provide a chapter, we provide data-driven, high-quality guidance um, to Medicare beneficiaries for both plan selection to help people figure out what plan they should enroll in, as well as uh, benefit utilization. So to help make the most of their plans and get the most out of their Medicare plans. I think we we see a few different trends happening that are raising expectations of consumers um, that require a much higher bar for guidance, particularly in the Medicare industry, but probably in all industries. Um, One is just that consumer expectations are dramatically increasing across the board. Um, And so the, the way that people used to navigate this really challenging process of Medicare plan selection uh, five, 10 years ago is no longer sufficient and people have higher expectations. Uh, the second is the generation of Americans who used to uh, not be as comfortable uh, with technology um, are now aging um, and becoming more and more technology uh, uh, adept and uncomfortable. And so that allows more technology-driven solutions, even for those who are um, approaching their their next chapter uh, in, in their 60s and 70s. And so those two trends together uh, provide a real opportunity and a real need for people to uh, have uh, much higher quality guidance. Um, and then that's kind of on the, on the consumer or secular trends. Uh, in the Medicare space specifically, we're seeing more and more Medicare plans come into the market uh, with more benefits and the space is becoming more competitive. Uh, and thus there's an even higher need for adept data-driven uh, guidance because there, it, it's harder and harder to tell what the difference is between Medicare plans um, and to really understand the nuances. Uh, so we see all of these trends um, playing uh, really towards uh, consumers' interests and benefit in making sure that consumers get uh, the best uh, the best Medicare guidance for their needs um, and not worrying about what your insurance broker, or Medicare broker, um, uh, what, what your insurance broker's economics are. Um, for us, it's really about aligning incentives all the way uh, from the initial outset through to the consumer to make sure that people are getting the right guidance. 
That's great. So, I mean, there's that, there is a, a power and a value in the continued, you know, evolution of capabilities, right? People are trying to put better, richer, more comprehensive solutions. Optionality and choice is great, but people need guidance and not just guidance, guidance that they can trust. And when I think about chapter and the approach you're taking, maybe elaborate a little bit more about how you differentiate yourself from others that are quote unquote providing guidance or advice. You're doing it in a way that I think really resonates with me and and Wellspire because we are true fiduciaries. We're putting our clients' interests first. We're seated at the same side of the table, making sure they're not just getting you know a recommendation, but it comes from a place of their best interest. So maybe you could elaborate on how you're different in an industry trying to take really complicated things with lots of optionality and choice and give people true advice. Conceptually, it's quite similar to how uh, Wealthspire has set themselves up um, by being a fiduciary to the to the consumer, to the client. Um, in Medicare, uh, there's really no concept of a fiduciary to a client. There's only a concept of an agent of an insurance carrier. Um, and I think that's uh, just totally inverted for how it should be. And so we've set up our entire business to align our interests with our consumer's interests. Um, and there's really no one else who does that. Um, and that plays out in everything we do. It's in our culture. Our, our North Star metric internally is trust. Um, we talk about how can we build trust with clients? How can we earn their trust? How can we maintain their trust over time? Uh, and not just clients, but also partners um, like, like Wellspire. Uh, it's, it plays out in our compensation plans. We don't pay Medicare advisors differently if they enroll someone in a Medicare plan that earns chapter money or if uh, they enroll someone in a plan that doesn't earn any chapter any money. Um, I think it's it's hard to truly do what's right for consumers if you aren't incentivizing the entire value chain appropriately there. Um, and it plays out in, uh, in, in our data. Uh, we often see um, very interesting changes happening in uh, in provider networks, in Medicare plans, in benefits. Um, and if you don't have sophisticated, robust data um, to make these decisions, it's just not, it's just not possible. Um, and so we think about uh, our differentiators really from the consumer value, consumer orientation. Um, and that's an incentive question. We think about it from a data and technology perspective, having the best, uh, the best data, the best engineers, the best technology, uh, because I think very few companies are built with good technology for our senior community. Um, and there's just a massive opportunity and they, they deserve it as much or if not more than, than the rest of the country. Uh, and, uh, and then finally with, um, with really putting our partnership, uh, our, our partnership focus front and center to make sure that that trust is transferred and, and those clients are appropriately handled. That's great. And, um, that that combination of the north star of your your commitment to really objective informed guidance married with robust technology and deep comprehensive data M- maybe that's a perfect segue into the the history and the origin of chapter right how you originally you know decided to launch this venture and it is kind of interwoven with some very personal experiences but also your 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 practical job experience working at, you know at a company that deals with massive you know data so maybe you could talk us through a little bit of the history that that led you to to launch chapter i was really fortunate to spend uh, a lot of time when i was in high school living with my grandfather he um, was getting older and, and uh, was no longer able to to live by himself so he lived with my parents and me um, when i was in high school and I always just found it fascinating how isolated he was um, and sad, but it was it was fascinating in that he was very technology adept, 
um, and very social as a human, but found it very difficult to engage with people outside of our home, largely just because the the technology that he was familiar with was radios and other older older types of technology, not with uh, more advanced computers. Um, and there was always this big technology gap that he, uh, despite being quite uh, technology proficient, would take radios apart and rebuild them, um, was just never quite able to overcome. And I didn't really do anything with that at the time. I went to college, I went to grad school, I worked at, at Palantir for a long time. Um, but then when I was working at Palantir, specifically with the US government, a lot of the uh, people that I was building software for were uh, in the process of retiring, just because the government workforce, like much of the US workforce, is getting older and, and in the process of retiring. And people would count down to retirement as though it's this uh, huge, just huge sort of opportunity. And, and, and it is. Um, but when I asked people what they were going to do in retirement, they would say they would go to Europe for a month or they'd read and say, amazing. What about for the next two or three decades of healthy life you have? And people just had no answer. Um, and I became obsessed with this idea that we as a society have a really clear narrative of what it means to grow up, um, to hopefully get an education, to hopefully live with a family. Um, we have a clear narrative of what it means to have a career, to build a family. Um, but we have no narrative, no cogent one at least, of what it means to be retired. Um, and I married that with uh, with seeing my parents directly go through the Medicare enrollment process around the same time. And I was just kind of appalled at how bad the experience was for them. They ended up working with a local Medicare broker who was very well-intentioned, but didn't have data, didn't have technology, um, <clears throat> didn't have full access to all uh, Medicare plan options. Um, and they ended up, uh, it took them weeks to fill out a lot of paperwork. They ended up missing their deadlines, ended up uh, having to pay late enrollment penalties um, for Medicare uh, just because of some, uh, some not, not stellar advice. And I looked at that problem with uh, the same lens that I look at a lot of problems or had looked at a lot of problems working with the government, which was, is there data out here that we can use to improve the, uh, improve the process and improve the user experience? And the answer was yes. And um, when I looked at the market, most, <clears throat> if not all, Medicare advisors um, were pretty antiquated in their technology. Uh, did not put consumers first. And I just thought for a decision as consequential as health insurance, um, that's that's really not the way to do things. Um, so uh, we decided to start start the company to see see if we could do a better job. And uh, so far, it's been it's been going all right. So uh, an idea that is both personal and also you know business oriented in terms of an opportunity you see in the market. When you started to talk to investors about translating this idea um, into an actual company. Talk, talk to us about that, that journey. Cause there's a lot of people that will see an opportunity. They have an idea, but the spark never turns into a sustained flame and, and you guys are having tremendous success and you've made it over that initial hurdle of, you know, launching and getting funded and you've done subsequent rounds. So maybe share a little bit of insight into, into that journey. Yeah. For anyone who's raised money, um, our, our experience was, was probably quite consistent in that most people say no. Um, and that's that's how, how raising money goes. Uh, so it's not not an easy or simple process. Um, but I, I think I think there were a few things we had going for us. One was uh, there is a lot of and has been a lot of interest in the Medicare space at large um, because it has strong secular trends um, and and it's growing. Two, it is a large a large industry. Um, the Medicare advising industry is about a fifty billion dollar 
uh, annual annual market. Um, and the as I said earlier, the the existing solutions are quite antiquated. Um, and so I think investors who who believe that when you build a better consumer experience, you align incentives across the board and you go after antiquated markets. Um, I think a lot of investors believe that when you do those three things, you do pretty well, um, or at least at least many companies do. Um, so we spoke to a number of investors who are both healthcare investors as well as um, just generalists. Um, and I've really appreciated having both involved in the company. Um, the healthcare investors have a really helpful perspective on things going on in the market, have really helpful networks within the healthcare community. Um, but I also think generalist investors um, are uh, just as valuable because they really understand how the venture community and the private equity community will value companies and will what metrics they'll care about. Um, and so having both both there has been has been quite quite helpful. Um, and then yeah, we were we were quite lucky. Uh, in 2020, we raised our seed round from two very strong uh, seed focused firms, Maverick uh, Ventures, which is a healthcare focused fund, and Susa Ventures, which is a uh, a generalist early stage fund. Um, and that got us off the ground, and uh, we we started running running from there, and have been uh, fortunate to raise a couple more rounds since then. That's awesome. So l- let's talk nuts and bolts. Um, how are you actually inter- interacting with <clears throat> with end clients, partnering with firms like Wellspire that want to expand the kind of capability set that we have to ultimately provide advice across you know a spectrum of capabilities for clients. I mean we are financial planners, we lead with that, but we recognize you can't be expert in everything and where you have the opportunity to partner with someone that has deep expertise in a particular area of interest for clients, it's additive. So maybe talk a little bit about how you work with end clients and how you partner with firms like Wellspire to ultimately get connected to those opportunities to bring your value proposition to clients. I'll start with the partners. Um, I think you you hit it spot on. Um, for organizations like Wellspire that really hold a high bar for the client experience, um, that want a partner uh, with deep Medicare expertise, and that care about uh, like the precise right guidance, um, we're, we're a great partner. Um, and our goal is to be the best partner to organizations like like Wellspire that they have across any category. Um, so we uh, are data driven, not just in our Medicare guidance, but also in how we support our partners. We provide a lot more transparency than most in terms of how many people do we engage with, um, what's their experience, uh, where, what types of interactions are they having, um, what types of uh, Medicare plans are they enrolling in, are they ha- are they happy with their plans, and then we we share um, that information as as uh, in, in aggregated formats back with, with Wellspire and other partners. Um, and that allows for jointly improving the program. Uh, we also have a lot of um, best practices and lessons on what type of engagement works. Um, so whether it's emails or direct mail or webinars, and we provide those not just to the end clients, but also to, to the partners. So we host webinars um, for uh, Wellspire's financial advisors to educate them and help them understand what types of questions they might get and what are uh, sort of high-level answers so they can um, provide value back to their clients immediately. Um, and uh, each each of our partners gets a dedicated account team, and we we really hold our partners as a first class um, a first class organization that we are we are trying to serve. Um, and that's that's really how we take every partnership approach. Um, and it's iterative, and it gets it gets better and better over time. That's really important to us. Um, on the on the client experience, 
clients can meet us in a variety of different ways. Most meet us through a partner like Wellspire. And so that can happen via uh, a booking. Um, they might book a time with one of our dedicated Medicare experts. Uh, it might happen via a call-in. But every client is matched with a dedicated Medicare expert. These are all full-time employees at Chapter. They've been trained, um, licensed, uh, and appointed uh, to make sure that they all are giving the highest quality guidance. We want there to be very little, uh, if, if any, uh, deviation and variability in quality of guidance, uh, which is hard to do. But one of the things we, we hold very um, very uh, a high bar for. Um, we, we, are, we, we talk yeah. about that a lot too, right? There's, yeah. You, you want to preserve the room for individuals to kind of bring their unique you know, components to the table, but you want consistency in the quality and the nature of the experience. So, you know, as Wellspire has scaled, we're trying to do the same thing, right? There's a standard of excellence, a standard of care and approach that always needs to be consistent. You know, every individual is going to bring some element of their uniqueness to the table, but you want that consistency of experience and, and uh, you know, it's valuable to the end client. Exactly. No, no client wants to talk to a robot and no, no individual wants to work at an organization where they have to be a robot. Um, and so there's there's certainly a a, a balance there, um, which which is tough. But I think we're I think we're walking it. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's harder to get into chapter as a Medicare advisor than it is to get into Harvard, for example. We have a 0.5 percent acceptance rate of our of our Medicare advisors, uh, and that's because we do hold such a high bar. And um, part of it is is we want to be the best organization for Medicare advisors as well. We want every every Medicare advisor in the country to want to work a chapter, even if even if they can't all, um, but. That, that all feeds into creating an amazing experience for clients. Um, so after they meet us in whatever the way they meet us, they usually have a phone call where they can share their, uh, their preferences, their needs, their doctors, their prescriptions. Um, the, they can ask any question they want. There's no time limit on these calls. Um, they, they can range from 20 to 25 minutes to north of an hour, depending on, on how many questions the, the client has. Um, and then we automate as much of the paperwork as we can. Um, we uh, will, the Medicare advisor will use our, our systems. We've built our platform from the ground up. I think one of the fascinating things to me when I was looking at the market was there's really no even, even good internal facing or advisor facing software. So we built our, our platform from the ground up using the best data, the best technology, and our Medicare advisors use that um, so that end clients don't have to worry about it. Um, once we find the right plan, we agree with the client on the right plan. We automate as much of that enrollment as possible. Um, so uh, it's usually quite quick. Uh, and then we send uh, helpful materials, uh, both in the form of physical physical mail. So people have a thing that they can, that they can hold, which they like. Um, and then we also have a mobile application that people can use, which has a Medicare wallet. So they have all of their cards in one place. A lot of like one of the most common and kind of silly, uh, but, but real pain points people have is they go to the doctor and they forgot one of their Medicare cards because there's a red, white, and blue card, which is your original Medicare card. Then there's a Medicare supplement plan card. And then there's a part D plan card. And so you kind of need three cards when you go to the doctor. Um, but uh, with, with the chapter app, you have it all digitally right there. Um, we also have a bunch of sort of information on plans. You can always chat with with your chapter advisor through it. Um, and so we we try to elevate the the full experience there. Um, and then anytime someone has questions about their plan, questions with claims, issues, things that they weren't expecting, uh, they can always get in touch with us. We have a full team of both advisors, but also member advocates who spend lots of time on the phone with the client and with insurance carriers to make sure that the client is, is taken care of. I think that that's great. I mean, when you look at elevating the client experience, using technology effectively, making sure you have access to all the information, creating an environment where people have the 
the right incentives or, or, or don't have the wrong incentives, right? To be truly objective and providing guidance. You know, I think you're you're a fantastic partner for, you know, fiduciary oriented, you know, RIAs that, you know, want to elevate the experience for their own clients, right? Um, and And, you know, what strikes me is we're both in the business of establishing that deep, foundational trust and using as an entry point to add value that value could be financial planning guidance you know on on navigating all the medicare options and and optimizing that as you go into retirement but when i when i've seen some of your content and the way you think about it that that's not that's not the final value proposition this is really more about that next chapter and and guidance relative to you know, medical coverage as you enter that next chapter is an important transactional element that has ongoing implications, right, for that chapter. But you're thinking more broadly, you know, about the experience. This is more about, you know, that that foundational trust and where that could lead and potentially finding other ways to add value to the clients you intersect with and the firms like Wellspire you partner with as you help people navigate that next chapter. Is that, is that fair? Spot on. Yeah. I mean, the reason our, our company name is not you know, something Medicare or, uh, or something related to health is because we really think broadly that Medicare is such an important uh, transition point and a gateway to this next chapter. Um, and, and we're thinking about how can we build better consumer experiences to make sure people have what they need as they, as they navigate this transition point in this phase of life. Um, and Medicare is is one of the most important components of that, um, but certainly not the only one. So where do you see things potentially evolving, right? I mean, you know, a, a number of people will talk, it's not just longevity, it's the quality of, you know, your retirement chapter and, you know, having, you know, your health is a big component of that and having access to the right care um, can be, you know, hugely impactful relative to the arc of your your health in that period. But where else could you see chapter, you know, evolving as you build off that foundation of trust and objective um, guidance? I really think about it uh, in the context of what role does an employer play in someone's life, um, and then what gaps are left when someone retires and no longer has that employer. So certainly, health insurance is a big component of that, and we're doing that today. Um, but there's also structuring of time, there's structuring of your day, there's finding purpose, there's a community that you lose, there are growth opportunities that you lose, there's mentorship, um, uh, there's uh, supplemental income, um, there's there's a whole host of uh, problems that people face and opportunities that people have when they leave full-time employment that are quite poorly served today, specifically from a technology perspective. So even just within the healthcare uh, realm. Um, right now, we're building uh, a, a few features and, and products to help people um, get the most out of their Medicare plan. So um, optimize their prescription uh, spending and save the most money they can, or quickly order um, uh, benefits from their plan. A lot of times plans have over-the-counter credits or transportation benefits, but they're impossible to use, and no one really knows what's in their plan. Um, and so trying to make that super easy um, with really good technology. Um, and that's within the healthcare healthcare realm. But as I said, our, our North Star metric is building trust. And if we can build trust uh, with consumers, then we'll have the opportunity to help them with more problems um, over time. And, and one of the most uh, interesting set of those problems to me is purpose. And so how do we help people figure out how to, how to spend 
their their next chapter in a way that creates purpose for them and, and their family and their their loved ones. Um, so maybe it's volunteering, maybe it's uh, finding ways to help others, maybe it's um, finding a, a, a supplemental income opportunity, a job, um, maybe it's learning um, and really thinking about what are those purpose-driven events and experiences that people want to have um, that we're really excited to to be able to support. We're not quite there yet. Um, I think there's there's a lot of work to do just within Medicare and within health insurance. It's, uh, it's not, not a clean market at all. So a lot, a lot to do there. But as we think a little bit longer term, that, that's really how I think about the company evolving. Well, look, I, I think it's great. I mean, you're, you're clearly adding a ton of value and elevating the experience for individuals as they evaluate that transition into retirement and navigate a very complex, what can be overwhelming you know, um, decision with numerous variables. So, you know, I know we value um, the trusted relationship we have with you, and and that is about the trust that you establish with clients and giving them, you know, best uh, informed and objective guidance. But when I hear you use words like community and member, I know that there's a bigger vision. This isn't just about a transaction to get somebody, you know, to choose the best, you know, program. It is truly advice, and it is grounded in a much deeper journey of how do you maximize the opportunity for individuals in that in that next chapter and 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 we're on the same journey right financially we want to build financial plans to make sure that they have the confidence but they also you also need to be able to get into that space of evaluating you know what what do they want that next chapter to be about and how do they create the same sense of purpose um, meaning and and value beyond just dollars and cents. So you're doing great work, Kobe. Excited to, to partner with you. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with us today and giving us insights how you're married, marrying you know, objective, trusted guidance with you know, best-in-class technology to really add value to, um, to end clients and to you know, partner with firms like Wellspire. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, Mike. And thanks to the whole, whole Wellspire team. We, uh, we really enjoy working with you guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of Great Aspirations, presented by Wealthspire Advisors, a registered investment advisor and subsidiary company of NFP Corp. If you have feedback, including suggestions for future topics and guests, contact us at clientrelations at wealthspire.com.